Hello, I am Chuck Landing and welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. There are missiles being fired in Israel, planes being shot down near Russia, and all of a sudden Darren is out of town. Do we even know where he's from? Has it been accusing the wrong guy this whole time? Here's the show. It's a good question. You know, you know what I said, uh, the old saying, he who smelt it dealt it? Yeah. Maybe you're just accusing everyone because you're the, you're the mastermind. I'm the here. Kaiser Soze of yep. all world troubles. This whole time you've been deflecting. Meanwhile, you're... Honestly, you're if I was responsible for any of that stuff, I'd be so proud and excited I wouldn't be able to keep it in. I'm not that good of a liar. You're still, I killed so many people this week. Check it out. Still deflecting as far as I'm concerned. Rob, Rob, put on CNN. <laughs> I did that. I wouldn't be able to hold that. Welcome to the Metal Injection Live cast. We're missing Darren this week. He's out of town. Got a few guests who maybe combined equal a Darren? No. Well, one is Latino and one is Jewish. So really, that literally (laughs) is what Darren is. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Thank you, Sid. Uh, We have Axel Rosenberg of Metal Sucks. Hi, everybody. Who I might accidentally uh, refer to by... His first name. That's okay. My uh, first name means gift from God. It's, it's nice to remind people that I'm a gift from God. And we have our good friend Anthony, who hasn't been on the show in forever. What's up, guys? Hey. <laughs> you may remember Anthony one. from the old uh, episodes we used to do, which we're going to be republishing soon in celebration of our 10th anniversary. The remastered. <laughs> what? Wait. They're right? not oh, remastered. Like the, the, the video. The video? The, video like the skits? Yeah, the skits. Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, so Any bonus know. footage? Uh, I don't even think directors come. We usually yeah, have bloopers at the end, remember? Yeah. Improved wait, so special effects. Wait, director's commentary. So you're saying we need Frank to be willing to talk about his work? I don't know. Is he Frank be, will talk about yeah, his he's work. Not gonna, I know he's not no, that forthcoming. This was Frank talking about his work. Oh, my God. I was so stressed out when we did this. <laughs> I hadn't slept in seven months. <laughs> and I had band practice immediately after for one of the five bands I was in that week. <laughs> yep. That's pretty much. Right, yeah. Yeah. Get that on tape, Rob. Quick. Stop the podcast. Go interview Frank. We're working on it. Uh, the number to dial if you want to be part of the Metal Injection Livecast, 646-929-1357. Ultramantis Black will be calling into the show. Well, we'll be calling him uh, in Parts Unknown. We're going to be calling his What's the shack. area code for Parts Unknown? Uh, he told me not to say. No, it's I'm actually kidding. four numbers. It's weird. Wow. Oh my, is, he, uh, is he in outer space? It's Parts Unknown in Noah. We can't know possibly where he is. Well, we can speculate. Well, well, that'll be one of the questions we ask him. Okay. Are there all other color Ultramantises? Is he one of many? He's just the black one? Like the Power Rangers? Yeah. <laughs> no, he used to be uh, just, I believe, just the Ultramantis. I thought you could say he used to be just black. Reformed, but there, wa- there was a faction that he feuded with, the Colony, which had the Fire Ant, the, re- the Green Ant, some other ants. It's a lot of Chikara stuff. It's fun. Just there a were, bunch of ants. Yeah, were there they, were like, there were the midget wrestlers. Uh, there weren't midget wrestlers. I mean, there might have been. Because uh, if you're an ant, you should be extra. Oh no, they weren't. They were regular size wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, there were the uh, ice cream scoops. 
that were, were guys midgets? who had cones on their head, ice cream cones on their head. Actual they, they were ice big cream guys. cones or like a plush kind plush, of? Plush, like a plush. And then their finisher was the scoop slam. <laughs> they weren't concerned that that just looked like they were wearing dunce caps? Yeah. Well, no, it looked like ice cream cones. Uh-huh. This is a family-friendly organization. Did like Mr. Softy it's, music play it's, as they It's very up? self-aware, I will say. Chikara is awesome. So it's like if you are a longtime wrestling fan, mm-hmm. specifically an old-school wrestling fan, it's a fun new thing to watch because they will also have like besides the silly stuff they do have like great young acrobatic wrestlers that actually put on good matches so Chikar is a good family friendly uh, occasion good clean fun good clean fun exactly no profanity uh, no profanity that's like a big thing it's really a, yeah do they wow. tour yeah they actually just played New York yesterday Did Ultra you Mantis was, uh, was not there though no I didn't go Wait, to I've went before I've, I didn't even realize it until is After, it, why am I being grilled here? Would you rather go to a Ring of Honor show or a Chikara show? Um, well, I, for the longest time, actually didn't care about Ring of Honor enough, and I wanted to go to a Chikara show. I feel a Chikara show is pretty fun. The one thing is the venue that they did here is actually like a music venue, the Highline Ballroom. Oh, wow. And if you have general admission, you don't get to sit down. <laughs> and watching a wrestling show standing is much different than watching a... Metal show standing. Especially for anyone behind Rob. <laughs> no, it's exactly the same for anyone behind Rob. <laughs> I suppose. Um, nice. So, but it was a fun time. I enjoyed it. But you didn't go, you said. Oh, I didn't go this time, but I, w- I, w- I said the last time I went. I, w- I would have rather went to the Chikara show than the Ring of Honor show. But Ring of Honor's not bad now. I'd go. Okay. Good story. Yeah. yeah, thanks, thanks, Noah. Your line of questioning really led to some great, yeah, great. I, I never uh, claim myself to be a journalist. <laughs> I'll take that, Rob. Fair point. Fair point. Uh, Axel recently came over. I almost called you by your real name. I'm going to try not to do it. I appreciate it. Uh, and uh, we watched some WWE Network, and we watched the old Royal Rumble '92, the year the Ric Flair won when he mm-hmm. won the world title, and Vince was with us. And didn't remember that Ric Flair won, so he was like, on oh. the, he was on the edge of his seat That's the whole time. Wow! <laughs> he like like uh, Hulk Hogan comes out, and yeah, he's, he's like, like, "Oh, Hulk oh, Hogan's gonna, gonna win!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, it's like, oh, this sounds badly. Uh, yeah, I hadn't watched wrestling in years. That was really fun, and it was. Uh, it's much different watching wrestling in your thirties than when you're a kid. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, also, this is uh, Sid's birthday show. Now, Sid, we were thinking for your birthday, maybe you should take a few hits of weed. Yeah. We have a joint being We ask him around. this every yeah. year, and he never wants to do it. One hit? No. Two hits? No. All right, three hits. No. I'm good. How about right, we just... Four no, hits, wait, 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 wait. It's so much how secondhand about, smoke. It's yeah, I was going to say, how about we all just blow the smoke in your face? And so, you like every it. other week. No, but we don't directly blow it into your face. Well, I do sometimes. You, yeah, Time and intent yeah. will definitely be there. Or we yeah. can give you shoddies. I haven't seen Menace to Society in a long time. Remind me what that is. We um, take a hit off the joint, and then you put your mouth right there, and we exhale into your you mouth. You really want my mouth that close to your mouth? I don't think no, you well, well, no, you can, make, you can make an O, yeah, with your, you like make a no. fist with, with it open. Yeah, that's already too And then much. we do it through the fist. <laughs> we fist each other. Yeah, no. It's, it's yeah, sort of like we saying that right? fist each other. It's docking, but with our hands. Yeah. We don't have to kiss. We can just fist each other. That's my favorite DVD. <laughs> no kissing. No, just the whole, fisting. The whole sentence no. that you just said. Hmm. 
It's number? a double well, disc because it's a very long title. Someone on our um, livecast Facebook page recommended that you say "lee lee 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 lee" every yeah, time. I, see, calls. I thought about that, but it makes me laugh every time I do it. So I don't think I'd be able to get through. Like, how does it have to be like a certain length of no. "lee lee lee"? Can be we, we make the rules. All right, I'm fine with that. Six four six nine two nine one three five seven. If you want to call and wish Sid a happy sixtieth birthday, <laughs> <laughs> somebody on the Facebook page believed that. Wow, That's you're true. only sixty. Yeah. You look much older. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> it's true. Did you do anything special for your birthday? Just went out to lots of different restaurants and stuff. That's it. My pa- I had dinner with both of my divorced parents last night. That was. Not a, not any more awkward than when they were t- not divorced. Wait, sorry, they, they were together. like together. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant like you went to one. No, no, that's that was the original plan. Yeah. But then my dad suggested, and they like just like this week, my dad called my mom to let her know he got the divorce papers, and in that phone call, suggested that we all get dinner for my birthday together. And my mom's like, "All right," and then they told me, and, like, and no, then no, they no. told yeah, you, yeah, <laughs> and then they're like, "No, it'll be fine. It'll be fine." And I'm like, Gosh. all right. And it honestly, ju- and that says a lot about how their marriage was before the divorce, that it was no different. Yeah. It was equally awkward. Yeah. And combative. So. Yeah. Cool. Fun. Oh, we <laughs> hibachi. Uh, I was going to ask, what did you eat? That's- did, um, did the hibachi chef throw like a piece of onion We in went downstairs. Mouth? I didn't want any awkwardness in front of other people. I wanted like privacy. And also I didn't want like that big like birthday production that they do with the gong and the... <laughs> I'm like, no, none of that. We're going to the downstairs. Yeah, none of that. So it was Uh, just... Sid getting a birthday surprise is literally the worst present you can give Sid, which is why when I and Lonnie took Sid out to Hooters... Motherfuckers. (laughs) Last time I will ever use the bathroom (laughs) on my birthday. What? At all what in happened? any context. Sid, for, why did we go to? Were we at a show or something? We by went to a, there, com, there was like a Comedy Central presents thing at Central Park that we went to. That's it. With like Dimitri Martin, that was like the five minutes when we all liked Dimitri Martin. And uh, afterwards, we I, I don't think Hooters was the original plan, but like the other two places that we tried were closed. And then Hooters was up. It's so like, all right, I guess we'll go here. The moment Sid went to the bathroom, I was like, you know what Sid would hate, Lottie, if we told the waitresses it was his birthday. And he was like, we have to do it. So it was your idea? It was my, I believe it was my idea. I'm taking credit for it, even if it wasn't. Uh, The look on Sid's face, though, when they came over, worth the entire (laughs) price of the meal itself. He didn't even look at any of them in the eyes. He just (laughs) directly looked at us with this, like, half disappointment, half really. Like, (laughs) this is what you're doing? This is what you're doing? It was pretty great. You turn the tables on me. Usually I'm the one doing that fucked up stuff to other people. So Yeah, but was, you would never a, take your friends to Hooters like as a prank because that means you well, would have the, to be there too. Well, going to Hooters wasn't a prank. It was no, just yeah, the they have place great that was open. <laughs> <laughs> they have wonderful chicken fingers. They're yeah. delicious. You don't even like the wings? And then he read... Food? I don't want to do the work. And then he read Playboy for the articles. <laughs> oh, Rob. Mr. Bojangles in the chat. What? See, really? What did he say? Uh, talking about flushing. Did he do a dance for you? No, sadly. You can't dance in a chat. I don't know. Um, Harley Race asks, how are the Hooters ribs, Rob? I got the chicken fingers. I didn't get the ribs. So you got to go They're back fantastic. and report to us. Yeah. <laughs> 
take some Yelp photos. Harley Race also asked, was Lonnie Jurgenoff next to Sid oh. as a birthday surprise? He kept it in his pants. I thought the wing batter tasted weird. <laughs> um, so what, what's, go, what, what's the most absurd story of the week, Axel? What do you From think? metal? From metal this week. Wow. Uh, I don't know. What the fuck happened this week again? <laughs> Tim Lambesis was denied. Yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah, whatever. Go away. Get shivved already. Jesus but Christ. But Metal Injection thought that was like the number one, two, and three most controversial moments in metal history. Well, when he got arrested, but then it's like it took a year for the fucking court case to get settled, and then he was found guilty, yeah. and then he tried to have his prison sentence reduced. And it's just like you. How much did he want it reduced by? It, a year. Oh god. The year that he was on the year that he arrest? was under house arrest, and the catch is that that only counts towards your jail time if the whatever the anklet that they make you mm-hmm. wear uh, is administered by the government. Okay. And this one was administered by his bail bondsman to make sure that he didn't <laughs> yeah. lose money on the oh. bail bond, <laughs> so wow. it didn't count. Oh, did he know that going in? That, I mean, presumably not. Catch. Why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> He was just like uh, anything at this point. Six years. Do you think that Tim Lambesis was sitting at home a year ago under house arrest, being like, "I think they've got me on tape asking him to kill my wife." I think I think I can beat this. (laughs) He's very trusting, that guy. Uh, Jesus Christ, man. He is. Yeah. So I asked a dude I sort of knew from the gym if he could help me find someone. Well, uh, his story is that the dude kind of put it on him, which I thought was hilarious. That like the dude is like, "Oh, you should meet this guy." Blah blah blah. Like you should, oh, you should kill her. Like that was like he and he was just exploring. He never He's exploring with a thousand dollar deposit, a uh, photograph, and dates when she wouldn't be home. That's what I love. Like even as he was saying all of it, he was like, "Oh well, the dates was just like I didn't want my kids to see anybody snooping around. I didn't think he was actually going to kill her. He was just going to you know, but don't do they, some do some uh, investigating. Don't that they was, literally is, have him on tape saying I want her killed? Yeah, no, I know, but I was the absurdity <laughs> yeah. of that interview that he had. Right. Where he's trying to rationalize uh, going and seeing the hitman. Right, right, right. The supposed hitman was the right. undercover cop. Why right. can't he just admit Red. that he did something wrong? Why not just own it? Because he's, he's a sociopath. Get... No. Mm. Um, my favorite part was the testimony of the cop who was posing as the hitman. Yeah. Because he kept trying to get him to say, so you want her killed? And he would just say, like, I want her taken care of or whatever. And it wasn't good enough so finally they're walking away and like as he's about to walk away Lambesis turns around and goes just to be clear I want her killed <laughs> and I'm thinking like Tim Lambesis must said, be I sitting her, in jail like god dead. damn it if there is one picture I would want it is the picture of that undercover cop's face when that happened just, just like the, the smile <laughs> like I'm gonna get such shit from the chief and then two seconds later oh my god I can't believe he actually said that <laughs> At a Barnes wow. and Noble. Oh, of all places. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if they were in the murder mystery section. They wanted. They wanted to go someplace where they knew there wouldn't be anybody. So they went to a physical bookstore. This is why you need a Kindle. Uh, before we get to the calls, Harley Race has a very deflammatory comment. Oh. Deflammatory. Yeah. Not defamatory. Defamatory. <laughs> or inflammatory. Inflammatory. Inflammatory suggests this comment is going to put fires out. Yeah. <laughs> He's putting my fire out uh. on the inside. He goes. <laughs> Look at Rob trying to impress by starting the metal talk. Rob has to keep his image as someone who likes metal. Here's where you're wrong, Harley Race. 
Everyone I, knows Rob doesn't like metal yeah, already. Yeah. Cat's and out of the bag. The last person I need to impress is Axel Rosenberg. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> do what you want, dude. Do what makes you happy. <laughs> By the way, the number to dial if you want to contribute to this impressive conversation is 646-929-1357-562. You're on the live cast. Hey, Hoag. How's it going? It's El Dudorino. Happy birthday, Sid. Thank you. So do I have to do this? Yeah. Lee, 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 Lee. Uh, you got to put some effort in. Lee, 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 I had something different that was maybe a little bit funnier. Oh, how dare you? You're saying that what I just did wasn't funny? And, uh, how, do you, how dare you assume that it's funny? <laughs> Happy birthday, Sid. You're not funny. Thank you. <laughs> so what is it? it? All right. I have my uh, one statement within reason that Sid can say that can be taken for a drop. Okay. <laughs> All right, I want you to say, Ian McKay, he is a piece of shit. Okay, I will definitely say that. <laughs> Ian McKay is a piece of shit. You know why I'm okay oh. saying that? Because his name is actually pronounced Mackay. So I just completely shit talk some other person. Ha ha! Take that, motherfucker. You can't readjust it. I'm okay with being the only one impressed by that. <laughs> All right, 203. 203, you're on the live cast. Hey. Hello. What's your name and where are you from? It's Colin. It's Colin. Oh, okay. How's the dog walking going? Good. Good to hear. <laughs> oh, scintillating conversation on the middle. Are you just mark. listening, Colin? Should we? Hang Colin, up on this don't spot? you want to wish Sid a happy sixtieth birthday? Sixty? Uh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's a milestone. <laughs> I'm 23 now. We're not yeah, saying we're not you're turning you, 60. Yeah. <laughs> you know you don't age on someone yeah. else's birthday, right? <laughs> well, we're all no, aging. No, I, no I, uh, <laughs> Did he okay, hang up? Cool. It got really quiet. All right. Well, no. Good chat. That was good. Thanks, Colin. <laughs> Always a great conversation well. with that, Colin. He's a little bit more lively usually. He was very restrained today. I don't know why. He was pretty baked, sounded to me. Probably. He's only 23. He's he all smoke pot. He's all tuckered out from the dog walking. Sid yeah. didn't smoke pot till he was 50. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm already off of it. Holy Anything crap. important, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> Is that Ultramantis Beige? Uh, it's Ultramantis calling in. Black, and I was trying to text him, but apparently it's a landline. <laughs> oh, there's a call. Let's see, 608, you're on the Metal Injection Livecast. This is an Ultramantis. 608. Hello? Yes, what's your name and where are you from? Yeah. Hey, it's Jay Allen Goodwin. How you guys doing? Who? Hello? Hi. Jay Allen Goodwin. Oh, hi, Jay Allen Goodwin. Hi. How are you guys? So like, I've always, always wanted to speak to you guys in person instead of leaving shitty comments on your blog. We're not this really isn't in person. Yeah. What's up? Chilling. How are you? <laughs> oh, not too bad. I'm just sitting here in my underwear, scratching. What kind of underwear? What yeah. part of the country? Boxers or tight? Um, ladies. they're boxers, but what? Silk, cotton, what kind? What size? Brand name? No, they're cotton. They're cotton. Now, I wanted to say hi to Axel. Hi, Axel. Hi. Okay, good talk. How's the dog walking going? <laughs> oh, it's pretty good. Um, cool. Have you guys? I, 
just one question before you guys hang up on me. Was, have you guys been to our website yet? Check it out. So, nope, not going to let you say it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, <laughs> that was weird. What, what happened? There's a website. Wait, were we supposed to really know who that was? No, it Good. was Ken Pierce. No, that was just uh, uh, a troll. <laughs> yes, we've been to your website. <laughs> we're gonna have Ultramantis Black on in a few minutes. Another uh, story of the week was unlocking the truth and how everyone sensationalized their, uh, myself included. Rob sensationalized news I don't believe it Uh, Sensationalized their $60,000 advance by My headline actually wasn't that sensational I thought it was one point something million I was like unlocking the truth Sign a 1.7 million dollar recording contract But they're going to have to work for it which is not misleading. That's fair. Because uh, they're really only getting a $60,000 advance. Now, their first album has to sell 250,000 copies. Oh, my God. Good luck. Yeah. Poor In thing. order for, for Sony to option the second record, for which they would get a larger sum, and then the entire six-album deal, should they do it, like should they make the entire six albums, would be $1.7 million. Oh, yeah, that's never going to happen. Yeah. And I, they have to pay back that sixty thousand dollar advance. It's not right? necessarily that they have to pay back. It's the the money is against the earnings, right? So like they have to make sixty thousand dollars in royalties, yeah, to pay back to the label before they get to see any money from the sale. Yeah, so it's really they're taking the money from the. It's an advance. That's I the, think it's going to work out fine. Seriously, really? don't tell, yeah. Like, think of how many metal bands have been around since they were eleven years old. Like, it's just a classic tried and true strategy <laughs> for success and not winding up as a totally fucked up adult. Do they still go to school? Yeah, they're you only have to by law. Yeah, Hanson are well adjusted. They're not a metal like, band. Weren't but... Hanson like Scientologists or something <laughs> crazy? Probably like something cult like I don't know. Didn't they all fuck each other or something? <laughs> Let's get your wife on the phone. Isn't she the Hanson expert? She's probably on the train right now, but yeah. Mm. My wife has a Hanson tattoo. That's... Yeah. Wow. She didn't get it recently. You know how least. you know it's love? Is that Sid married her anyway? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, all right, there's at least one thing I can make fun of her for, for the rest of my life, no fail. Uh, if that's the... Yeah, like... <laughs> I've got that in the Priorities. Bag. If all other ideas fail, I could always go back to goofing on the Hanson tattoo. Where is it? On her wrist, inside of her wrist. Mm. Yeah. You know what I think we should talk about is uh, Carrie King bringing a groupie back to his hotel room and Tom Araya. Oh, what? we totally do need to talk about this, in the in, corner. this entire Playboy article. Yeah. Uh, oh, so you do read Playboy for the articles. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You got me. How to have sex like a rock star. Featuring interviews with barely any rock stars. Yeah, who Featuring one to? quote from Kerry King. No, there's a, like two. <laughs> oh, well then. Who else do they talk to? Rob Cagliano. Who is that? Exactly. Uh, the guy from Orgy. Oh, God. Do they talk to Bruno Mars? They have a member no. of Slipknot, though. Oh, the well, DJ. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sid, well, he's probably the only one getting laid in that band, if anybody. DJs know how to do it. Also, Tommy Vext. Tommy Vext. What? Local rock star, Tommy Vext. Super nice dude, not a rock star. (laughs) Oh, and one of the butcher babies who was totally selling out women. 
The, the, I'm shocked. Which I'm is, shocked that yeah. one of the porn stars posing as a metal singer is yeah. is selling out women. Uh, we're gonna talk. We should talk. We actually, it's already uh, six thirty, so oh, we wow. got to get a our special guest on the line. I'm gonna call Ultra Mantis Black. Is a new self-titled EP. It's out now on the Relapse Records, a fine record label. Although their choice in marketing directors questionable. Why? Well, no, we 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 just know the marketing. We're, he's a good friend, Bob. Oh. He's actually been on the show. Yeah. Rob, in high school, did anyone ever call you Ultra Man Tits? <laughs> <laughs> I just had regular Man Tits. I wouldn't say they were Ultra Man Tits. Could be a good thing. If they're like really strong. Hello, this is Ultra Man Black. Hi, uh, this is the Metal Injection live cast. Thank you for. Picking up, uh, the signal is quite clear for parts unknown. The Metal Injection Podcast. Live cast, damn it. The, the pleasure is all mine, my friend. Yes, we are here in parts unknown, uh, <laughs> but uh, a pleasure to, to speak with you. Uh, really quickly, it's the live cast. We're not just not any old podcast. We're live. Boy, a live, a live cast, my friend. My friend in the building. We are live that broadcasting all we're over the world. We're live across the world. That's correct. Are we sure this is an Andrew Excellent. WK? This is not. I, it might be. We don't know what's under that mask. He the sounds. Num- the number to dial is six four six nine two nine one three five seven. If you if you want to get on the line with part wrestler, part metal vocalist, can he be all wrestler, all metal vocalist? You're right. He gives a hundred percent all the time. All, Come on, give him my, credit. My friends, all metal, all wrestling, all the time. See. <laughs> I should be the PR guy. <laughs> now, Ultramantis, or should I call you Mr. Black? What's the shorthand? Uh, many call me, refer to me as UMB. You may call me UMB. UMB seems longer. Yeah, let's go with Mantis then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Mantis, first off, thank you for taking time uh, uh, out of your busy training schedule to, to speak to us on the, on the live cast. And uh, you have a new EP out. When did you decide the world was ready to hear the Ultramantis Black music project? I felt 2014, the time was right. People have been waiting for 5, 10, 15 years. I, I, I felt, let's do it at the 14th year of this new eon. So uh, I thought we should just do it. You know, I, I approached the boys at the Relapse Records. Uh, and they've been uh, quite uh, amendable and quite commodable uh, to, uh, to doing this joint venture together. Uh, how long is the flight from Parts Unknown to Relapse Records headquarters? Is that a long flight? It's a, a matter of days, actually, my friend. You know, actually, right now, we are not in Parts Unknown. I'm uh, calling you from Boston, Massachusetts, where we just wrapped up a big wrestling show just minutes ago. So I'm calling you from the ladies' room in Boston, Massachusetts. Interesting. There's Interesting. only one ladies' room in Boston, Massachusetts. I mean, I believe there's only one. I, I, I tracked it down, and then here I came. <laughs> and even that one's empty enough that a professional wrestler could just be hanging out in there on the phone, and nobody freaks out. Ah, uh, you know, uh, it's all good. Who is the unfortunate sap that had the the misfortune of being in the ring with Ultramantis Black? Uh, tonight it was a ten-person tag team matchup. Uh, we took on the Devastation Corporation. Kaiju Big Battle's Dr. Cube and none other than Kizarni uh, and uh, we put a whooping to them wow Dr. Cube oh indeed Dr. Cube seems like a pretty high level uh, guy to, to put a uh, 
beating on him is intense. He's, not, he's nothing to me, my friend. Nothing. <laughs> Does that guy have a band? I bet he doesn't. Fuck that guy, right? <laughs> I'll take oh, that as a yes. So, uh, uh, you, you, <laughs> you, what I think, what I found very interesting is your band is backed by Piss Jeans. How did you hook up with those guys and convince you them? Know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not familiar with the band, the Piss Jeans, but I, I apparently uh, they, they perform in, in that, that musical act as well. But I was actually approached by a number of nameless individuals about the possibility of backing Ultramantis Black and spreading the gospel, oh, my man, good oh. news, if you will. And uh, they came into the fold, and quite frankly, I haven't really asked any questions of them. I don't, still don't know their names, but yes, indeed, we are a force to be reckoned with within the metal and hardcore community <laughs> and the professional wrestling community. I see. So basically, anybody can approach you and just be a part of your faction as long as they're like faceless and, and you don't know who they are. If you're a true devotee to our cause, then yes, absolutely. Honestly, I think it's a financial decision because as long as he doesn't know their name, he doesn't have to write them a check. <laughs> Keeps all the royalties that oh, way. But my, my, my friend, I don't pay attention to the rules of the federal government. No, sir. So you're keeping the money either way. Absolutely. Nice. Now, Ultramantis, is there any plans for touring with your, with your band? And, and what, what kind of show uh, can people expect? Uh, there are some plans uh, to go international, as it were, uh, to take our message far and wide. Uh, people can expect uh, perhaps one of the most unstoppable, un- unheralded, unbeckoning, ridiculous, absolutely a force to be reckoned with at our live show. Absolutely. Right. Now, I think it, it Over would, the top. Over the top, my friend. It would be easy for a journalist to try to compare your band to Fozzie the band with this other pro wrestler. I don't know if you've heard of him. His name is Chris Jericho. Are you familiar with I'm his familiar work? With, I am familiar with Chris Jericho, and I've heard of the band The Fozzy. I've heard some comparisons to The Fozzy, but I, I don't know, quite frankly, like musically, Fozzie. I think we're maybe in a, kind of a different realm. I, you, you would have to tell me that, my friend. Now, no, you guys sound nothing. Journalist. You sound nothing like Fozzy, and I would never claim to be a musical journalist. I'm a pseudo-journalist okay, okay, at okay, best. Fair enough. But uh, you guys, you guys are a noise band. I feel like uh, you, you're more comparable to a band like The Locust than a band like Fozzy. If you'd like to compare us to The Locust, you are more than welcome to, my friend. I think Ultraman is black as its own entity. How uh, dare I and, even uh, begin? Uh, yes, yeah. So yeah, I, whatever, my friend. I, 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 what I think is that the important thing is getting our gospel truth, our message out there to the masses by any means necessary. Uh, whether the medium is professional wrestling, whether the medium is music, that is what we do. That is the great and devious. And what is the statement? Black. What is the gospel that, that you're trying to get out there? Because, you know, the Metal Injection livecast is broadcast to dozens of people. They could be hearing you right at this very moment. My friend, my personal, the, 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 the doctrine, the truth of Ultramanus Black is three simple things, and they're quite clear. Animal liberation, earth liberation, and human liberation. That is our goal, and that is our message, and that is what we are out to do. What, what are you liberating animals and humans from? From oppression, from subjugation, from torture, from pain. That is what we are out to liberate. But you're a wrestler. Your job is to give pain. So you want people to be liberated from you? I'm inflicting pain on the enemies in the ring. I'm inflicting pain on those who deserve it, on those who have offended, those who have trespassed. Those who deserve it are quite capable.
thing with what is being dished out, but those who cannot defend themselves, who do not deserve it, they are nuts. So you would never wrestle an animal? Like if uh, like a koala, if, if they threw uh, a koala in the ring? If, if, if they consented, then yes, but no, without consent, absolutely okay. not. Cool. Speaking a bear? Would you fight a bear? A bear? No, I would frown upon that. What about Rob in a bear suit? <laughs> Meaning Rob shirtless. <laughs> Would you find me in a bear, in a bear suit? bear suit, yes. Okay. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Sit in a koala suit. <laughs> so what if, what if Rob dresses up as a kangaroo and I'm in his pouch naked? <laughs> but, I just, but I stay in the pouch the whole time. Would that be a handicap match or would that be a one-on-one? One-on-one point. I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm intrigued, gentlemen. Uh, let's take a caller. If you want to ask Ultra Mantis Black a question, the number to dial is 646-929-1357. His new self-titled EP is out now on Relapse Records. We're going to be play- playing a few hits from that album. 562, you're on the air. El Dutorino. How's it going, Mantis Black? I was wondering... How are you, my friend? <laughs> I am well. At your show in Boston, I was wondering, at any point during the match, did the Yeti come out and give you a hug? The Yeti, I would have, if the Yeti would have come out, I would have given him a hug back, because that's what Yetis do. But unfortunately, no, sadly, that did not happen tonight in Boston, Massachusetts. I am so sorry. Indeed. All right, Judorino. Uh Now, Mantis, as a young uh, Mantis, before you were ultra, when you were just Mantis Black, uh, uh, did you watch yes. professional wrestling? Uh, I'm sure you did. Uh, What were some of your favorites? I've followed professional wrestling all of my my life. Uh, Pre-Mantis, post-Mantis, what have you. Yes, I've always been a fan of of the pro-graps. And and who stood out to you as as a young Mantis? My favorite uh, professional wrestler of all time is uh, Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. If Mm. anyone follows more of the southern regional territories, you may be familiar with him. so Eddie Gilbert, I was also a fan of the big monsters like Bruiser Brody and Abadullah the Butcher, uh, as well as the Florida Territories. Kevin Sullivan yes. and uh, his, uh, his satanic group uh, was a big influence to me. I see, I see. And now, uh, uh, have you ever wrestled Abdullah and gotten perhaps any of his hepatitis on you? <laughs> I, I, no, I've, I've avoided that somehow up until this point. So uh, we'll see if we can continue that, uh, that streak. Just to clarify for the non-wrestling fans, Abdullah the Butcher is this overweight a man, like an, uh, uh, like an overweight uh, uh, Middle Eastern, uh, South Asian man. Who, He's who's, from the Sudan, my friend. From the Sudan, Sudan, of course. It's very South Asian. Very <laughs> South Asian. <laughs> <laughs> You're sort of right. <laughs> and uh, and uh, his whole thing was hardcore magic, so he would bleed profusely, sometimes with the other wrestler, and uh, a wrestler recently sued him for... for fighting him without telling him that he had hepatitis and the wrestler contracted hepatitis from wrestling Abdul that's a hardcore match <laughs> hepatitis match jeez health insurance on a pole now, match is next do mantises bleed is this something you're concerned of uh, safety and health at these professional wrestling functions I have been known to uh, spill some blood on occasion I, I, I tend not to think about the consequences which, uh, which may be uh, uh, a bad idea, but uh, that's the, just how I operate as the great and devious one. The mayor of parts unknown, if you will. Wow. Uh, uh, was there a big election for, for the mayorship? Who, who did you run against? 
2004, 2008, and 2012 landslide victories for uh, Ultimate Black as uh, Mayor of Parts Unknown. Absolutely. Now, now sadly, you know, a, a, successful campaign. A, a big resident of Parts Unknown passed away earlier this year, the Ultimate Warrior. What was his estate yeah. like in Parts Unknown? Did he have, like, the big house in town? Uh, yes, he was uh, more, uh, he, was, he was a bit bougie. Uh, he was uh, what they call upper crust. Uh, uh, he didn't really uh, come to our side of the tracks, but that's okay. You know, uh, they'll, the time will come. But, um, yes, uh, sad for his passing earlier this year. A great, great wrestler, the ultimate warrior, the dingo warrior, blade runner rock, uh, indeed. He ran against you for mayor as the Tea Party candidate, but he didn't get much traction, sadly. Yeah. No, he, he, yeah, he did not, not a whole lot of uh, not a whole lot of action or vote mm-hmm. behind him. Pretty liberal town, parts unknown, I would imagine, right? <laughs> they're they're pretty open. To anybody, they're all about yeah, equality. It, it, uh, how's the uh, uh, the the drug laws in parts unknown? Is marijuana legal? Uh, how is it? Oh, say again, my friend. Quite the, loud here. The drug laws in parts unknown. Good drug laws. <laughs> The drug laws, I, 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 don't, uh, I don't sully myself with uh, the intoxicants uh, personally myself, so oh, I'm not sure how, how that all works. But, uh, but uh, yeah, there, there may have been some problems with that with, with, with some <laughs> members of the parts unknown community. All right. Well, uh, would you ever see yourself uh, combining your, your, the metal show and, and a pro wrestling show and kind of do some sort of tour like that where you do some high spots while performing your music? You could call it rock and wrestling. That's an interesting concept, my friend. Uh, I'll have to look into that. But uh, yes, absolutely, open to anything. You know, we have to combine. Combine. I feel that both the the metal community, the metal audience, as well as the wrestling community, the wrestling audience, uh, they're very uh, kindred spirits, if you will. And I I think uh, that would mesh uh, rather well, indeed. Uh, what, what do you think are are some of the most metal pro wrestlers of all time? Do you have do you have a sort of list of like that guy? He would be. Other than Van Hammer, of course. Uh, what, what, what is some of the, mo- the most metal wrestler of all time? I would say, without a doubt, is Jerry Lynn, and uh, that is legitimate. He is absolutely the most knowledgeable uh, professional wrestler that I have ever known, uh, as far as uh, metal. He's a death and, metal fan uh, in right? general. So yes, Jerry Lynn. Fun fact: uh, Frank's old band, Dividing Light. Uh, oh, was yeah, that's right. Jerry Lynn's uh, late ROH entrance theme music. Ah, oh. uh, okay. interesting. Yeah, very, very crazy. All right, well, Mantis, thank you so much for hanging out with us on the show. We want to play a few cuts from your new EP as well as a playlist curated by you. We, we bumped Sid's playlist, yeah. his punk birthday playlist. It's all, it was also your birthday the other day too, right? According to Wikipedia. Wikipedia lies okay. repeatedly. Wikipedia is the devil, so uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust Wikipedia. So July seventeenth, not your birthday. Dumantis's no. have birthdays. I, I have no birthday, my friend. None See? whatsoever. But if you did, would it be July seventeenth? Uh, if I had to choose, sure, why not? Okay, so there you go. <laughs> now, there's one band that you picked. I, I've I've never heard of them, and I can't really pronounce their name. And their song is only six seconds long. It's George Riggigigi. <laughs> The ghetto, ghetto, giggity. Oh, okay. There we go. Yes, that's how you pronounce that one. Now They're from know. Japan. Oh, wonderful. Now, you're, you're a big fan of, yes. of the Japanese culture, right? Uh, and the, is there a good metal in Japan that you know of or good 
rock music? There's, other there's, than- there's, there's, there's a lot of great music in Japan. I had some. Uh, I had an opportunity to spend some time wrestling in Japan, and while I was over there, I got to see quite a few bands. And Gauze is one of my favorite Japanese bands of all time. But uh, great metal and hardcore community and scene out there in Japan, without a doubt. And uh, did were there man, ultra mantis blacks in the crowd when you came out? Because I'm sure you, your your look lends itself to uh, their culture. I imagine. Uh, if, if you want to say that, sure, why not? Well, they they just like uh, they like the uh, the characters. Uh, they like the characters. I enjoy the characters as well, my as, as well. But you know what? Japan is just my love affair with professional wrestling in Japan uh, is a lot of it. Of course, they they respect professional wrestling as an art form. Mm-hmm. And uh, but to me, yes, the characters that they've developed over there in Japan over the years are uh, definitely a draw. Without a doubt, you are right, my friend. Yes. Great Muta, one of my all-time favorite wrestlers. Pretty metal. Ah, oh. oh. <laughs> I know, I know about I know things about wrestling. Anything else you want to impress him with? Um, there's also uh, Misawa. That's like a, a big wrestling nerd name to throw around. And you know, when I was actually my time when I was over the last time I was in Japan, uh, Misawa died. Uh, oh, the same on... night that I, that I was performing in Japan. And oh, it was, my uh, God. It was pretty heartbreaking because he's, without a doubt, one of the top legends of Japanese professional yeah. wrestling. And he died in the middle yeah. of the ring. He died, like, taking... Did... Right? Or... or... He, 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 yes, he did. He died. He took a, a bad fall, and uh, he died right in the middle of the ring. So, quite I... sad, but um, his legend and spirit lives he on. He was, like, one of the biggest wrestlers. Like, could almost be comparable to, like, Hulk Hogan. Wait, are you guys talking about Owen Hart? No, Misawa, damn it. And this was much later than Owen Hart. Come on. Sounds similar enough. He died in the ring. Well, he didn't die being like propelled from the rafters. He took a fall. It's a little different. I don't know. uh, uh, That's crazy. I think Misawa is Japanese for Owen Hart. Stop it. Come on, Sid. I'm updating Wikipedia as we speak. You're terrible. (laughs) Now, that must have been a bummer, though, to be backstage while I I can't. Uh, Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Play some music. Oof. Thanks a lot, Sid. What did I do? You're a terrible person. Now, uh, Mantis, uh, we want to play a few. Co- what are some of your favorite tracks off of the EP that you'd like for us to play before we get into your playlist? Oh, why don't you play uh, that Earth War and that Sentience? Those are two of my favorites. Why don't you play those? I would love to hear them. Earth War and Sentience. No. Wonderful. Sentience. Okay. Thanks, Sid, for the pronunciation lessons. Well, he... You want to say it right. You're right. The buying I, I was serious. Thank you. You do want to say it right. Yes, you're right. You get a man at the point there. <laughs> one point. The entire, after disrespecting uh, one of the I didn't disrespect top, anyone. You, <laughs> I wasn't working there that night. It had nothing to do with me. <laughs> you're the worst person, Sid. I apologize, Ultramantis, <laughs> for my douchebag of a co-host. <laughs> This is what happens when you bump my playlist. Okay. All right. Well, Mantis, thank you for for putting up with us. And uh, good luck. And I I hope to catch you in New York City soon on a professional wrestling. Thank you for having me. I I thank you, my friends. Uh, I heard a lot of good things about the Metal Injection Livecast. So uh, we're glad to be here. And the pleasure was all mine. Great. Awesome. Well, uh, pick up the new Ultramentous Black EP. You can get it at Relapse Records dot com on their Bandcamp page or uh, or take a trip to parts unknown and see Mantis at his house. I'm sure he'll have some copies. 
<laughs> All right, let's let's get to the Earth War. Surprise! You know, if we look back as a society and say, why did we not do more sooner? Why did we not go and burn those corporations down sooner? Why did we not hold those CEOs accountable for killing our children, for killing our future generations sooner? You're listening to the Metal Injection Livecast. Did that that song sound great? Oh, I'm sorry. I had my script wrong. I meant to say that song didn't sound great. Here's another.
Hello. This is your announcer, Chuck Blandington. You're listening to the podcast that could solve the Middle East crisis, cure cancer, and get healthcare for every American. If they weren't so busy making dick and fart jokes, it's the Metal Injection Livecast. Slaves, Hebrews born to serve, to the Pharaoh, heed, to his every word, live in fear. Ah, the good old days, when Jews did what you told them to do. Like building pyramids for free, instead of sitting around for two hours talking about penises and assholes and jerking off into Doritos bags. You're listening to the Metal Injection Livecast.
This is Chuck Blandington, reminding you. It is not gonna be alright. It is not gonna be okay. It is not gonna be alright. It is not gonna be. Oh. K. But at least you can listen to the Metal Injection livecast. At MetalInjection.net This is Chuck Blandington. I fucked your girlfriend last night. While you snored and drooled, I fucked your love. She called me daddy. And I called her baby as I smacked her ass. And then I used your computer to stream the Metal Injection livecast at metalinjection.net slash livecast.
This is Chuck Landington. This show is a lot like recess at the concentration camp. A big sloppy bunch of Jews, BSing about nothing important, and waiting to die. Get ready, the Masa. A Metal Injection live cast returns now. Welcome back. Hour number two. Want to thank Ultramantis Black calling us all the way from the ladies' room in Boston at a pro wrestling show. The one place that you know will be empty at a pro wrestling show is the ladies' room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, he picked a pretty great playlist that we had to extend a bit. Noah was rolling a, a duber for us. Thanks, Noah. You're welcome. Kicked it off with two Ultramantis Black songs. First one was Earth War. Second one was Sentience. Better, better than last time. A lesson, a lesson in, I think you said a lesson in violence from Exodus. Followed that, uh, followed by the Giragiri with G. Then possessed with the Exorcist, infest with Where's the Unity, statement with the True Path. Then this is where I, I, I had a pick. It was Spawn of Possession with Where Angels Go, Demons Follow. And then Noah's recommendation of a Pig Destroyer song. I forget which one I just played. <laughs> which one was that? <laughs> Let's take some calls. It's Maybe puff, they puff know. Pass. I was like, why is this coming Oh, back? Blonde <laughs> Prostitute. Thank you, Anthony. Anthony's yeah. paying attention to the, the music. And uh, we got Axel Rosenberg and, and Anthony sitting in. Anthony doesn't have a last name. He's like Cher, Cher or Madonna. Madonna. Or Anthony. Prince. Tony yeah. Orlando and Don. I thought it was Excellent. E. I thought he was Anthony. Oh, maybe. Horrible joke. I'm sorry. I'm just going to go kill myself. <laughs> just glad Not someone said house. it besides me. Sorry. So uh, before before the, the Mantis call, what a great guest, by the way. What oh, a- Rob, I was going to um, say, um, why did you, like, after that, amazing interview that you did why did you decide to go into metal journalism rather than wrestling journalism <laughs> am i being interviewed here uh well i that's a serious question i you knew did. about it it was like such a fluid interview oh well um i before metal injection i had a wrestling website and that's what i did that's did? how i i taught myself how to do uh html and css was, what, what was it called uh well i, I had a few <laughs> Originally, I worked for ProWrestling.com. Then I opened my own website, which was WrestlingArena.com. How old were you when you worked for ProWrestling.com? About 15. I was making about $25 a month. Did you pay taxes on that? No. It was under the table? It was very... It was a 20 20 and a 5 mailed in the... (laughs) From another 15-year-old. it was Taco Bell coupons. Right? No, it was actual money. Uh, And then I had like a wrestling website, and I would do that. What was it called? Wrestling Arena, I told you. Is it still up? Like, can we go and look no, at No, but if you, if you go to the uh, Wayback Machine. What's that? It's like a, you could go back and look at a website at any point in time. You could go back and look at like CNN from like 10 years ago and see what it looks like. Interesting. So you could look it up on there. Either. It's definitely on there. Yeah. Nice. Is there any particular date you want us to look for? <laughs> no, it doesn't. It like your, if you had a, a portfolio or something, what would be the front page? Uh, I don't know. I, I can't remember. Would it be the night Owen Hart died? Did you have a big uh, post for that? Were you doing it? I created a memorial wallpaper, I remember. <laughs> and Did you charge for a it? Desktop. No, of course not. You seem but, like the type to profit off of that. But what I do remember 
is that I I this was like before Wikipedia, so I got the year that he was born wrong because it was like oh he was thirty five or whatever they said and it was like did he turn thirty five this year or did he turn thirty was he about to turn thirty six. Uh, and I got whatever it was I got it wrong I remember. And this And I remember this was like The most At the time Like the most The highest traffic uh, Point of mm-hmm. the site And then like That wallpaper got shared Everywhere So it was my first journey Into misinforming the public Into yeah Not checking the facts <laughs> Yeah Yeah <laughs> Absolutely true story I don't doubt like, it Why would I lie about yeah. that Why would I make yeah. that up No I wouldn't, because I'm a, I'm a truthful non-journalist. <laughs> but thank you, Noah. You're welcome. I was curious about what it would have been like to be backstage when Masawa died, because Masawa was a big wrestler in Japan. He was like pretty much like on the level of Hulk Hogan, like what Hulk Hogan is here. Like everybody knew who he was. He was a national treasure. Why don't you start like a video website about wrestling, and then you can interview him? Well, Darren and I have been talking about starting a pod, a wrestling podcast, but. It's kind of hard to schedule another day to do this sort of thing. Mm. You're just not a committed person. Do it over the phone. <laughs> I was thinking For about Skype. that. If we just do like a Skype thing. Yeah. yeah. Or like a Google Hangout. Or just go to one of his umping gigs with like a recorder. <laughs> <laughs> just like between innings, you could get a little quick chat session in and then he goes back and then you pick it back up. I wouldn't want the flow to be ruined like that. Eh, it's all right. Uh, Harley Ray says, Rob wants to be Dave Meltzer. I do not want to be did. also uh, Harley Ray says why didn't Rob start a website that just copied and pasted the Wrestling Observer that's exactly what I did that's exactly what all wrestling sites do is they, there's two real sort I mean I guess now there's a few more but yeah uh, what was that website that we all worked on where um, you guys wrote like comedy posts about wrestling metal and- injection oh double <laughs> double axe handle yeah, yeah. that's still and up. we photoshopped we, we tried to start a wrestling blog a few years ago. Now, like six years ago. It's crazy how long ago it was. Uh, but then I was like, oh, I should just be working on Metal Injection right well, now. I shouldn't be doing this. That's how I felt about it. And then you didn't even work on Metal Injection. You just took a nap instead. <laughs> I said I should be working on Metal Injection. So it's like, well, since I'm not working on Metal Injection, uh, I should do something else then. Take a nap? Yeah. So I took a nap. <laughs> Uh, we have a call. Uh, Wait, code we I have don't... to remind people it's also Sid's 60th birthday. Sid's Yay. 60th birthday. Oh, we should have got Ultramantis Black to wish Five more years and I get to retire from the live cast. <laughs> <laughs> Collect my pension. Senior citizen tickets yeah. at the movies. That's in like two Can't years. Can't wait. 928. You're on the live cast. What's your name? Where are you from? Hello. <coughs> Can you hear me? Yes. Hello? Yes, hello. What's your name and where are you from? Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Hey, I'm from Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, Say that again. My name is London. Hello, London. Hello. I have a question. Okay. Is Axel still around by any chance? No, he died. <laughs> oh. He fell okay. right into the middle of the ring. He made a bad joke and he offed himself. <laughs> okay, Axel. Yes. I have something to say. Okay. I believe that's a toilet flush. Okay. I don't get it. Is this that guy that just comments on posts saying flush? Yeah. Is that him? I'd be very impressed if that was this actual guy. Is that who you are? Did you hang up on I hung up on that flush. Why? Oh, why? I want to know what the toilet flush represented, mm. metaphorically speaking. If, there, if it was an empty toilet or was there something in there? 
There's so many questions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, we'll never know now. <laughs> we'll never know the true story of London from Arizona. <laughs> People from Arizona typically are very well adjusted and have a lot of interesting things to say for themselves. <laughs> you should totally yeah. call back. <laughs> I don't know why he's called London. Six four six nine two nine one three five seven. London, please call back. We need you. <laughs> we don't really. No, we don't. No, no that's don't. okay, London. Uh, so we were talking about uh, that Playboy article, how to have sex like a rock star, and there's all this advice uh, about like, all right, one of them is be yourself. If you're really famous and have money. Says the guy from Orgy and Mm -hmm. Dead by Sunrise and Julian K. Be yourself. That's why I always ejaculate quickly. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, the way I usually meet women is by focusing on my passions and actually making myself someone that is attractive to women. I try to be the best at what I do. Uh, I enjoy having a look. I can sing and play music. Many people seem to like my music and my voice. I've had some success in the business. I have a story, and it shows. Basically, he's saying, talk about yourself and get a good hairstyle, is what I mean. What's his story? He has a story, and it shows, but what's the story? I'm in a shitty band. Yeah. Remember that one cover song? Yeah. That was me. (laughs) That was 20 years ago. And there's nothing more that a girl loves than a guy who just talks about himself. Yeah. Great advice. The have good hair part's not bad advice. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah. No, yeah. girls don't like that because no, no, then no. that means you spend way too much time in the mirror. That's fine, but you shouldn't show And that's that. their mirror. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta scream. We're all friends here, man. Come on. That's how the woman feel. Like, get away from my mirror. <laughs> that's a that's my mirror. <laughs> you can make a very... <laughs> All right, Edith Bunker. Your, all your go-to female voice is always Edith Bunker. Archie, get away from my mirror! My mirror! Who are you? It's very similar. It's true. Uh, and then, of course, I want to know what Sid Wilson from Slipknot uh, says. <laughs> also listed in his credits, Slipknot and Miami Vice Soundcrack is his other mm-hmm. project. It's as simple as introducing yourself. If she responds to the introduction and introduces herself back, you're halfway there. Yeah, if she's not freaked out by the mask you're wearing, you're in. Yeah, or the prison suit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and if one of your bandmates happens to already have a girlfriend, just wear his mask and you could get laid that way. Probably do that anyway. Yeah. No one cares about the DJ. It's true. Uh, Tommy Vext has some uh, good advice. He says, to ensure feelings aren't hurt in any situation, in any sex situation, I try to be as transparent as possible with my intentions, and usually that's enough. If you're not having sex yet, establish the boundaries, letting her know you're not looking for more than just sex. As long as you have a casual, open dialogue, you can maintain casual, open sex. So his tip is about not hurting people's feelings, and this is how to have sex like a rock star? I think he's just saying, hey. hey, Do rock stars give a shit about that? But also, I want to have sex with you, but only sex with you. Nothing more. If you're a rock star, that's sort of given. Is that how you being picked up, Noah? By a guy going, hey, I want to have sex with you. Is that what you said to her that time you tried? (laughs) (laughs) Noah, I would like to have sex with you. (laughs) But only sex. But only sex. It's not going to go anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And then I said, Rob, please don't do this. <laughs> that was her exact quote. I think I always tell them, but it, like you do it right after you're done. 
Uh, after yeah. you get the sex, you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. uh, you're like, oh, by the way, <laughs> that's Axl Rose. That's romance star with Axl Rose. I'm, I, you know what, guys, I'm more of a rock star than the dude from yeah, Orgy. Clearly. <laughs> well, you have a story, and it shows. Yeah, yeah. You have lots of stories. You post yeah. them on your website every day. Um, <laughs> the only story that I show is the story of Judaism coming to America. <laughs> One of those rabbis came up to me in Union Square the other oh, day. No. He was like, they're not rabbis. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but he was like, are you Jewish? And I really wanted to go like, adoy! <laughs> uh, for those of you who have never seen what Axel looks like, very Jewish. Jewish. <laughs> yeah, I look pretty Jewy. He looks like the logo on a bag of challah bread. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is my new favorite description of me. Um, I always like the thing from uh, the league. Uh, I look like a German propaganda, anti-Semitic propaganda. That's a pretty good show. That's a good show, yeah. Anyway, to me, the freakiest thing about this article, if we can go back to the article, is just the idea that like you're about to fuck some woman and you turn around and your friend is in the corner videotaping. Oh yeah, so and he yes. hasn't like asked permission. Carrie King told this story. What's Carrie King's story? I had hair once. <laughs> That's my story. In too. the 80s, I found a lady to take back to my room. And when we got Ooh, to in my... in the 80s, lady. <laughs> <laughs> Axel can't swallow his beer. Ah, that was close. <laughs> With the spit take. I was, was just it. thinking, thank you for specifying that it was a lady. <laughs> uh, it, was, it wasn't like a, like a skank or a hoe. It was a lady. Yeah. She was classy. <laughs> the 80s I found a lady <laughs> to take back to my room and when we got to my room she told me that she didn't want to make a porno with me what okay uh, <laughs> I had no idea what she was talking about and we went back and forth for a few minutes finally I look around the room and saw Tom Mariah my singer with his video camera rolling that was pretty much the end of the sex capade I see so the girl saw that Tom Mariah was shooting him and then assumed assumed he Carrie King knew that or Carrie King is lying <laughs> also well maybe uh, it was just Tom Mariah was like well Wait. I was trying to get some sleep but if Carrie King is coming in here with a girl or maybe just like they were sharing like they have room. this thing where they just tape each other having sex yeah I mean let's think about this for a second Slayer in the 80s how big was that hotel room and they were talking for a couple of minutes before he looked around and saw Tom Mar- Was Tom Mariah camouflaged? <laughs> <laughs> he was in the this dark story corner. doesn't make he any fucking sense. His hair came and like covered up. Yeah. <laughs> just with the red light. Because this is, again, the 80s. How big yeah. would that fucking camera have been? There was another fantastic Tom Mariah story. Uh, Chuck Billy was being interviewed by Jose Mengen, our good friend, a wonderful human being. Not here. We all know Sound what back. drop would be put anyway, right now. Anyway, uh, so Chuck Billy tells a story of how they were on the Clash of the Titans tour in Europe, which was Testament, Slayer, and Megadeth, and they were getting very drunk, and one day Chuck was so drunk he busted this glass open and his hand was bleeding, and then Tom, a drunk Tom Mariah took him to the hospital. I think this is where we joined the The hospital. There's a bunch of people, and we're trying to get in, and of course we're drunk, so we're like, fucking, where's the fucking doctor? Get over here, you know, and they were scared, like, to get us in there, and uh, we got into 
the room. The doctor's shaking like this, trying to stitch me up. And Tom's like, come here, give me that. I'll stitch him up, you know. <laughs> Fucking give me that thing. I, I used to be an ambulance driver. Tom, just stitch it up. Come on. And the doctor was so scared. I mean, he put like, it was cut pretty good. He put like three stitches in it. And it looked horrible. I mean, I just got a terrible scar from it because he did such a bad job. But Tom from Slayer. No, Tom didn't do it, but but the doctor ended up doing it, but he was just shaking the whole time. Then I just remember um, Tom wandered out there while the doctor was doing it. I could just hear Tom yelling out in the hallway, Satan rules your asshole! That one is one that goes down in the books. is pretty fucked up night. Can you imagine being in a European hospital? And like back drunk, in the 80s. A drunk 80s Tom, a young Tom Araya. That actually out. sounds awesome. You'd feel better if you were in the hospital and saying rules Well, just imagine like how afraid people are because Chuck Billy is huge and he must have looked like so intimidating and it must have been like a total culture shock for those people. So, Yes, there are no fat people in Europe. No, the whole like Didn't you say they were in metal. Germany? Did I make that up? Germany, just project? yeah. You said they were Maybe. in Germany, right? So, like, there used to some the country stuff. behind the Nazis yeah. was afraid of Tom Ray and yeah. Chuck Billy. You're right. What am I saying? Doesn't make any sense. Not scared, but like disturbed by it. Sure. And what does that have to do with having sex like a rock star? <laughs> no, that's. Just, I said just another separated. Tom Araya story. Trying to get back to the <laughs> more interesting Tom stories. Film Chuck Billy fucking the doctor. All right, that, that, that's a wild night. I cut my hand on glass. It is not a wild night story to me. I don't know what he, he they must not have many good stories. That wasn't like I cut my hand on glass and I gave Abdullah herpes. <laughs> that's at least hepatitis. C. Oof, that poor guy. Are we sure that it was from Abdullah though? Yeah. How did they test Abdullah after? Well, how did they know he didn't already have hepatitis? Yeah. Oh well, he went to court and he won. Oh, he won like a big settlement. Oh. From Abby the Butcher. How much money? Does a couple Abdula of million dollars. Have? Seriously? Abdullah the Butcher owns a restaurant in Atlanta, Abdullah's House of uh, Ribs. <laughs> How have you not been there? That was the best delivery I've ever heard for that. For the Abdullah's name of that establishment. Abdullah's House of Boss Ribs. <laughs> Wait, let me get the official. Uh, let me get the official title here. Yeah, Abdullah the Butcher's House of Ribs. How or house not, ribs? How did you not make us go there when we were in Atlanta? Yeah. I don't. You're. Why didn't I think of I that? You're right. It's Chinese food and ribs. Sure. <laughs> and he's because usually he's there from, because he's from Southern Asia. <laughs> Sudan. Southern Southern Asian oh. Sudan. <laughs> oh, Rob. Come on. So it's you know around there. <laughs> <laughs> Just a hop and a skip. North Africa isn't South Asia? Come on. Well, come on. Be, let's be adults. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Any hoot. We have a caller. Maybe it's Six, London from Arizona. 619. You're on the live cast. Hi. Uh, this is Christian. Hello, Chris- Christian. Hello, Christian. Yeah. We are Jews. <laughs> Mostly. Good to know. Um, I had a question for Axel. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to know how many times this has happened to you. (laughs) That was a pretty weak flush. Well done. Do that again. It was pretty weak. We need another. Put the phone closer. Oh, he's gone. 
He needed to hold the phone closer to the toilet bowl. Yeah, bad your, sound editing on that slush. Your, your fans are conspiring, Axel. My fans. Is there is there like a story <laughs> behind that? Yeah. Uh, why do they keep? I know. Why do they keep flushing toilets? <laughs> why well, it happens on the metal injection comments too. It's like when somebody, when a, a, a troll doesn't like the story being written about or the artist being written about, they'll just flush the story. I don't. Uh, I don't go to the comment section of Metal Sucks. Mm. It's, uh, you know, it's just like walking into an Ebola zone. It's just, there's no purpose to it. So that's the thing. All the people in the comments uh, uh, shitting on Axel, he's not even reading it. He'll never see it. No. Vince tells me if there's something I need to know about. Oh, Vince Nielsen will check the yeah. comments. Your, yeah. your partner in yeah. crime. So curse him out more. He's the one that sees it. Talking to Axel Rosenberg of MetalSucks.net. And dot .gov. And dot .gov. Megasluts.gov. Megasluts.gov. If you get that joke. <laughs> that I've was been a, listening to this for too long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a very early uh, episode of the, of the podcast. You were on one of the, like, the first 20 episodes, I think. Wow. I that's, think that's one of those early ones. That was like the last time that Anthony was here, too. Pretty much. <laughs> Crazy. Wow, look at how much we've changed. Oh, 619, back Uh-oh. on the line. <laughs> Hello, 619. Ah, he hung up because he knew. Just so you know, when you call into Flush Axel, we see your phone number. Don't Should we call him back oh, okay, and now, flush Now we him? have a block number. Oh, okay. I wonder who it is. <laughs> Hello, block number. It's Jay. Hello, Jay. <laughs> no setup, just the flush. That one was a better flush. What does yeah. the flush mean? Flush. Well, what, how do you feel? Why does Axel make you flush? We need to know. 619508. <laughs> that like a big flush? Is that a public flush? <laughs> that is not the ladies' room of a wrestling Yeah, I was about to say, this is Ultramantis Black just calling it over and over. <laughs> he was offended by my Misawa. Comments. Uh, uh, uh. He's just going to call and flush a lot. Let's call 619 back. Oh, really? <laughs> he likes it. Wait, are we really calling him back? That seems. Let's try it. Why not? We could tell his mom what he's been up to. Why the water bill's going to be so high this month. <laughs> <laughs> the number you have dialed has not been recognized. What? Oh. Please try again. Did you put a one before it, Rob? Oh, I did. Hold on. I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> He's dialing South Asia. It's already too late. He already heard the feed. He's, he knows mm. we're going to call him. Well, if he's not home, by, maybe other people are so home to pick up. So we can leave like a long voicemail. Oh, that's true. We should just leave the voicemail running for as long as possible. Different number. It's different 619 numbers, meaning there are people together <laughs> conspiring. I'm flattered. Is it Ray Mysterio? No, it's the same one. I can see it. No, I see it too. There's. there's Do you have me to read it out loud on the air so we can no, no, see no, that no, it's I the same it. number? No, I, there was another number before it. Just say the numbers after 619. That way people won't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Compare those. <sighs> So who are you calling now? So what's Rob? happening? Is my sound down? What's going on? I don't hear shit. Hello? 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 Hi, who is this? Uh, this is Christian. 
Christian, hi. I was just curious. What's behind the flush? The flush is the greatest thing around. I mean, it's the flush. Yes. But, like, what really, do, What though? do you want to know? But wh- why, why do you flush Axel? Why does Axel deserve to be flushed? Uh, you should go to toiletofhell.com of with a V. Was there anything in the toilet Let's bowl when you flushed it? assume we're not going to do that. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I had, I had just peed right before I flushed. Hmm. Now, was it a clear pee or a yellow pee? Because it's, if it's a clear pee, it means you're dehydrated. I mean, if it's not a clear pee, <laughs> oh, come on, it Rob. means you're not, de- it, it mean, yeah. It was, it was sort of clear, um, not bad. All right, shut up. <laughs> All right, we have a, a block number. Yes, block number. Hey, guys, it's Josh. All right. Hey, he's, gonna, going on tonight. he's not going to flush us, I hope. No. Just wanted to say happy birthday, Sid. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, these callers, before they Thank flush, Axel could at least just wish Sid a happy birthday. I don't know who the fuck I am. Right, that's all, I guess. Okay. What? Is that it? Oh, Josh, you gone? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um... Are you oh, gone? Wait. Yes. <laughs> Just so you know, Josh is from Wales, which Rob thought was, was in, in Australia. Australia. Of course he did. So, <laughs> it's, a... in, it's in <laughs> Southern Asia, Australia, right? <laughs> Hold on. Wales isn't in Australia? <laughs> <laughs> on Josh's Twitter profile, it says not Australia. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's good. He pays homage to your lack of intelligence about the world. <laughs> I don't think Rob even heard me. He's just looking. Like, I'm sad. He's oh. seething right now. You should do a blog about the globe, about like the map of the world. And you just learn that instead of some of the naps. <laughs> 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 what? <laughs> I, mean, I don't take that many naps. <laughs> How many naps do you take per day? Usually none. Maybe one. Uh, if like it's a like, power nap, like a fifteen minute. Yeah, but usually none. <laughs> Is that after lunch? Sometimes, sometimes before like a siesta. Sometimes like what percentage of the power naps are on the toilet? <laughs> like you just fall asleep. Oh, I will. I mean, I, I no, I never fall asleep, but I take some. Some long poos throughout the day. I, I clear out the system. <laughs> it's clear. I, I never doubted you <laughs> in that respect. You believing in me is what gets me through those shooting yeah, Well, sessions. I believe in your bowels. There's a lot of bowel belief. Thank you. That's, that's it. That's where I draw That's the all line. you believe in? Yeah. My otherwise, bowels. I don't trust you for, for shit. <laughs> Other than shit, I don't trust you for shit. Fair. That's all I got. So, Noah, uh, you never talked about what you did yesterday. You had a very hip-hop uh, type of Saturday. Uh, okay. Sorry, um, I, don't, I don't want to put you on the spot, but tell us about your hip-hop Saturday. I went to Prospect Park, and I saw Deltron 3030, and that was good. Anthony, you were a hip-hopper. Hip-hop hooray? Oh. What? Uh, is Del- Deltron respected in the hip hoppery community? Uh, definitely, he's uh, one of the more experimental artists. He does a lot of. He's got a wide range. He had like he's dabbled in a couple different projects. He had um, an orchestra behind him. Oh See? wow! So that was not your cool. typical hip hop artist. <laughs> he's been around since like the yes, late eighties. Yes. I think you would like him. 
Yeah, no, you yeah. were playing it earlier. I'll try Listen to, to the it. song Virus. That's like about computer programming or something. If you'd like that. <laughs> yeah, that's right up your alley, Rob. I like computers. <laughs> so then what'd you do after you saw Deltron? Okay, so then after... Um, my friend Rachel is friends with this guy. His name is DJ Showoff. And he's like a producer. So he was in a studio nearby. So we went and we were hanging out with him. And Rachel told him that I played guitar. So he left the studio and then he came back with the guitar and I was playing for him. And he was like, I have to record you. I'm going to use you on like tracks that I write. Is he going to pay you for that? That's personal information, but that no, I mean no. we're just we're just going to jam, like. So, yeah, relax it. There's no money yet. So I might have this burgeoning um, career in hip hop now. Playing some of the virus while while you speak. So what kind of what kind of jams were you flowing? Like? No, nothing. I was just playing. I was just noodling around. So you were and doing a little it. bit of shred. Um, I, I don't think I was shredding because the action on his guitar sucked. Oh, oh, oh. The sick burn, DJ. But he was so cool, and I really liked his music. And he's having um like a record release party on Tuesday that I'm going to. Was Tom or I in the corner videotaping all this? <laughs> <laughs> Marina was in the corner oh, holding her phone. Up. Ah. She, uh, the phone was up. I don't know. Oh, so there's saying. video of this? No, no. no. Mm, like you just she was just holding her phone up. Mm-hmm. She was it was a joke. She was, a fruit ninja she was supposed to be the Tom Araya of this. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I can't talk to him anymore. A lot of tension in the room right now. Are What's you, going on? What, what did I do to you that you have to keep picking on me? What do you mean I pick on everybody? You don't pick on Rob. What? Are you kidding me? I've made jokes about <laughs> Southern fair, Asia. You have not picked on Anthony times. at all today. Yeah, you haven't well, picked on Anthony. Anthony hasn't said anything. I'm an observer. Whenever I come, I just kind of you can pick on him for not saying. Also, it. I feel exactly. like Matt's kind of trying to impress me with his metal knowledge. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I think that's why with my thinking. live casting yeah. abilities. Yeah, I'm just a to- token minority. Oh. Yeah, that's my job. Just <laughs> you're filling in for the Latino boy that Darren left. Yeah. yeah. Wait, say something. Something with a Latino accent, so we feel like Darren's really here. Arriba. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I can't really. The amount of ethnic self-loathing in this yeah. room yeah. is really astonishing. Yeah. <laughs> we hate ourselves. Oh, apparently I just said your real name. I didn't. I didn't even uh, notice that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> People in the chat are making a big deal about it. It's not like nobody knows my real name. Now they can call in and flush a whole new name. (laughs) (laughs) Start the whole process over again. (laughs) What uh, what else is going on in the world this week? Lots of stuff in Israel, Noah. How how are you feeling about this? This sad. uh, Lots of lots of cry. Lots of it's it's hard to pick a side because both sides are being total douches. Would that be fair to say, or are you, are you yeah. team Israel? Um, I'm team uh, world peace. Yeah, team grow the fuck up already. <laughs> yeah, both sides. Let's go. I'm I'm team roll a huge doobie and smoke it up and listen to music and get along. But let's talk about the 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 Middle East here. <laughs> well, I'm just saying if they would all smoke pot together. Mm, I hear pot's hard to get in Israel, right? You got to do the hashish. 
Um, it's not really popular, which is really disappointing. You have to like know like a guy from the kibbutz or something. <laughs> what about that plane that got shot down? Oh, that was scary yeah, Ukra- on the border of Ukraine yeah. and Russia. Who did that? I'm, I'm honestly like barely paying attention. Who who is being responsible? Just like some pro Russian or pro Ukrainian? Uh, I believe pro Russian separatist group that was trained or armed by Putin is the belief. Mm-hmm. I don't so, know that anybody's actually claimed responsibility. I see. There was Rob, a- is there anything you want to tell us? No. All right. Just Sid, is there anything you want to tell us? Maybe later. <laughs> You're waiting uh, on a text. What? 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 Uh, <laughs> the glorified headline after was that there were like a hundred people going to an AIDS research oh, convention. Yeah. yeah. That so but that was an exaggerated amount. There was like maybe. Well, like, one of the was, leading research. People. Yeah. Yeah. Like there the were people, people like. It's just like ah. So the, the the thing was that there were a bunch of AIDS, AIDS researchers on the plane that got shut down, but there's a few of them, and one of them was that's a sad. It would have been less sad if they were an AIDS researcher. No, I mean like the whole thing is sad. Okay, uh, maybe it wasn't a Russian separatist group that shut it down, but like the makers of AZT or whatever. Well, there was like, those guys are going to cure that shit. Theorists about like, well, what if it's a pharmaceutical company? Yeah, who's there? There actually was exactly conspiracy. like it's oh, Pfizer yeah. or something like that. <laughs> wow. Axel, whose side are you on? Pfizer's. Yeah. <laughs> like Whoever that. makes his allergy medication. <laughs> Fucking Ukrainians never did anything for his sniffles. No, the Ukrainians are were at least back in the day notoriously anti-Semitic. Yeah, yeah like, I think they're still anti-Semitic. The leaders in pogroms, a pogrom. That's why, like, know my parents, like, anytime something like this happens, like, yeah, kill them all. They were anti-Semitic in the 50s or 40s, and I'm just like, I don't not know. The 50s or 40, like, 50 or 40,000 years. <laughs> yeah. Well, my parents only know what they lived through. They only sure. know their but immediate way, history. Sure. But uh, I do love Veselka. <laughs> that's the culture though Chicken that's not Kiev. the people yeah but every time I'm like enjoying the blintzes I'm like oh these blintzes want to kill me so but like, blintzes are that's also they like will. a Jewish thing, cholesterol. Yeah. well there you go <laughs> yeah, slow, slow slow the yeah. Ukrainians win in the end <laughs> that's right <laughs> except that they have to live in the Ukraine well there's that wah, wah. do we have a Rob any sound effects a sad trombone kind mm-hmm. of no there. No, this is a, in, in memoriam <laughs> Darren, not being here we, we, we were going silent on the sound us? effects yeah what the heck should we call him go ahead let me see the med game might still be going on who are we calling this yeah. guy Darren that we know oh Darren dangerous Darren There's... Delgado I didn't hear you I was like are we calling London and Arizona <laughs> Don't say his phone number on the air. Don't say his phone number on the air. Ah, the Mets lost. He might be upset. (laughs) I found the wrong number. Who are you calling? (laughs) We should find out. Here we go. We're calling Dangerous Darren Delgado on the other side of the country. 
Isn't technology grand? Yes. I bet he's not going to pick up. Hello, is this Dangerous Darren Delgado? Yeah, who's this? This is the Metal Injection Livecast. You're a co-host of the show. You're not here this week. Oh, I didn't recognize your voice, Rob. (laughs) Yes, this is Rob. I'm here with Sid. Actually, this is Rob. How can you not Oh, Rob, hello. You sound less feminine today. (laughs) (laughs) Now, wait a minute, Darren. <laughs> what? What's the weather like? <laughs> How's the show? We're, we're doing good. We had uh, Ultramantis Black on. There's someone in the chat who just joined called Ultramantis Kick. <laughs> Ultramantis uh, Kick. Can I assume you're in the killing time mode now since it's what, 750 over there? Yep. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I've been wanting to check in with those. Uh, I'm the go-to garbage time, right? <laughs> well, we were hoping you would call in. We, we were, we trying were just to, waiting for we you. We were trying to play it cool. We didn't want to seem you know, too overexcited to talk to you. Now I'm totally not going to date you. <laughs> You're way too desperate. <laughs> yeah, we didn't come off that. So anything exciting happened while you were in San Diego? Uh, I'll actually, when I come back next week, I'll tell you a bunch of stories. Okay. I don't think I can fit them all into like 12 minutes here. It's okay. We can go over. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no. Just... no. I need to, I need to like organize my thoughts and stuff. I, I, I'm just joking around, Dan. We just wanted to hear your voice. I, I'm a pro. I don't, I don't just talk off the top of my head here. I, everything you hear me say on our show is completely scripted word for word. <laughs> It's true. He comes in with so many papers. It's yeah. it's hard to have anything on the desk when when Darren's around. I don't do anything. Uh, I don't do anything impromptu. I agree. By the way, whose number is this? This is uh, just from the soundboard that we called you. Really? Okay. Because I, I almost didn't pick up. Is it a six four six number? Sam. Oh, it's probably the it Skype is. number. Oh, it is spam. We are spam. It's true. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, we just wa- we just wanted to hear your voice. Wait, Darren, what are you up to right now? What am I up to? Well, we just left a very shitty game, uh, baseball game, and I'm going to go to the casino for a few hours and play cards and work. Like W-E-R-K or W-O-R-K? Like work well, or I work? I don't know the difference. Well, is there a difference? I mean, is that just that you can't spell like koala? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I can't spell. I don't know geography. Leave me alone, everyone. Where's San Diego, Rob? It's like uh, in South <laughs> Canada. South Canada. I'm in Wales. I'm in San Diego, Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought you were in San Diego, Australia. Is that anyway? Yeah, that's where Wales is, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, I gotta go. See you next right. week. Thanks. Goodbye, thanks. listeners. Oh, they said Aww. goodbye as well. That was that was three days. I miss him already. I know. He'll be back next week. Will he? <laughs> <laughs> Unless his parents are shot down by you. Yeah. yeah. 
No, what if he's going to go on another trip? He's very adventurous. I'd hope he would tell us about it. I don't know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Still got a few more minutes to kill. Call Tremantis back. Shut up, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm the one who brought up the, the whole plane crashing, so right. I'm not going to talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... Do you have any dating advice for the kids uh, listening, Axel? Yeah. Why would I have dating advice for the kids? <laughs> You're a man about town. You, you, don't, da- you date. You have an Ukrainian profile. Don't be a blogger. <laughs> don't look Jewish. Now well, let me ask you a question. What was the last date you went on? Uh, this past Wednesday night. Oh, was this with a new person or somebody it you've been seeing? F- it was a first and last date. Oh, why oh. was it first and last? Because I don't have any desire to see her again. What was wrong with her? I don't know. I just wasn't feeling it. Is she a listener? Is that why you're being so... Yeah, uh, she's a listener. <laughs> no, what were so. you doing on Wednesday? No. It wasn't me. So who was it? Yeah, it was Noah. <laughs> what, do we have a Twitter handle you can give us of this person? I don't know what her Twitter handle would be. LinkedIn address? You know, when you meet people on the internet, as I tend to... Uh, okay, Cupid? Last names are like... <laughs> Is she a commenter they on that? Come very, they come very late in the game, last Did names. she keep playing the flush sound effect on the date? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what it was. I was like, so where are you from? And she was like... Mm. Maybe that just means she's a toilet back baby. To have a, flush <laughs> a toilet what? Toilet baby, sure. And so sure. She was or being she could honest. be saying like, "I like to be pooed on" or something. I mean, it's possible. You're, you're but into I'm that, not right? into that. No, 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 no. That's a bit much for me. Have you ever tried it? Pooping on someone? Yeah. Not for sexual purposes. <laughs> Just like if they put out a bad album. Uh, well, that would be metaphorical. Yes. But you know, <laughs> you like start you try to literally poop in the mouths of my enemies. <laughs> Rob, not making eye contact with you right now. <laughs> I don't want Axel's poop in my my mouth. Uh, Scott, Scott's where I draw the line. That's it. That's it. Everything else is okay. Well, what else? Yeah, sure. And <laughs> <laughs> sure. uh, no fisting or or or, or sounding. None of that. Which sounding? what's sounding again? It's when you uh, step a fork in your dick hole. Yes. You, who shot who in the what now? <laughs> Put a tuning fork in your in your penis. Why hole. would you do why? that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm not going to do it. I've never heard of that. Where did you before. hear about it? Oh Noah, dear <laughs> Noah, have you not been on the internet? <laughs> I don't know. Where did you hear of a bukkake? From from you probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm a, I am a pervert. I don't typically watch porn where a guy sticks a tuning fork in his dick. Then you haven't listened. Try it tonight after the show. And then you can report I've never seen week. it. I've just heard about it. I don't, I don't even see how that's possible without yeah. doing permanent damage. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you'd have to see like a picture or something. Because no one's going to write that. Look it up right happening. now, Robin. Let us look on your computer what it wanna, looks like. I don't want to a dude with a sound thing showed up. Well, you probably won't see the dude's face. It'll probably just be from the waist down. <laughs> so don't worry. Yeah, that was my objection. Was yeah. I didn't want to know what the guys You don't want it personalized. <laughs> because I still want to be able to talk to you after I've seen the picture. Right, yeah. And like if yeah. I know it's you. Exactly. That's, yeah. <laughs> you know which website to go to, Rob. The only thing that's go- coming up are the, the items. Definitions. <laughs> Tuning forks. The forks, yes. Thank you. 
need to now go to like a the... porn website and look for it. Okay, here we go. On the Wikipedia page, there are some links. They're not going to be... I'm just know. waiting for Rob's facial expression to change once he clicks <laughs> on the right link. <laughs> or maybe to stay exactly the same. I don't know. Let's see. I like that on the Daily Beast, there's a... Headline, sounding takes off, but injuries. <laughs> <laughs> the only negative thing about it. What about that rapper who cut off his dick and then like jumped out of a building? Wasn't that Deltron 3030? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what his name was. Is I don't that remember real? But yeah. yeah, that guy had a bad day, huh? <laughs> he he wants to do porn now, apparently. Yeah. Wait, so he still has a dick or no? They reattached it. And it works? It, they fixed it. It initially did not work. <laughs> He had a dick transplant. And they showed him some sounding tapes. He's like, all right, it works. This is hot. (laughs) Are you still looking, Rob? Come on out. Is this the one thing you can't find a picture of online? Come on. I I keep, uh, I don't know. Look up sounding cock. Be specific. You can get like a children's spelling website. (laughs) That's good, too. Okay. So, there's a, so you want to try sounding? <laughs> it's an article written by the lead singer of Origin. Okay, there, we, oh, oh, no, okay. <laughs> there it is. Not at all sexual. No, no, no. Completely sexual. Why do the nuts have to be grabbed no, no, so forcefully? No. Why not? So I, you can't even tell how much of it is in there. Here, I have this picture too. Oh, oh how did you find it? What's Noah? going? Why? No, I just checked the hard put, drive. No, I did oh. not. That guy looks like he's about 16. Oh, gosh. Jesus. <laughs> There's like a doctor. It's like a nurse doing it. I don't understand that. I'm sure it's like a fetish thing. You have to like go and like be really clean about it. It's but how did anyone like, even think they, of that? Yeah, like, well, who was the guy who one day was like, you know what would be so hot? No, 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 Ew, no, no, this no. Guy See, that one's a woman doing it. Ew. This guy put a screw in his dick. Oh. Get it? Get it? Get it? Because it's what you screw with? Get it? Get it? He did that. Ew. Just so we could say that. Yeah, I, I like that uh, there's titles for all of these steps first. So you want to sa- try sounding. Step one. Get the right toys. Seconds. Could you do this in the Edith Bunker voice? What the fuck? Step one. Get the right toys. No, isn't that your brother? <laughs> no. He was just in here. Step that guy two. looks nothing like my brother. Clean, uh, clean, clean. I, don't, I still don't understand the process. Do they like? Do they like ring the tuning fork <laughs> like after it's inserted? Oh, I guess and then it vibrates. Oh, Is yeah. that what I assume? That I would assume. Yeah. Like Otherwise, like ding and oh. Otherwise, you could just put like a kebab skewer in there. Right. Like, why exactly. would you need a tuning fork? Yeah, that makes sense. That may, it probably doesn't make sense, but <laughs> have you ever tried a kebab oh, that's skewer? That's what makes in sense, Maddie. I am not putting anything. Up my dick hole. Did you ever have to have like a tube or something in there? Or no, 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 never. I guess it was Darren that had to do it. Call him up Let's and call ask him. Him. <laughs> Darren, what was it like being sounded? <laughs> we have a serious question. Yeah, exactly. This is what we have We're to not talk about. Time. We've, we've landed on a topic. <laughs> and then play a toilet flush. <laughs> Hang up on him. Oh, uh, so you learned something. Uh, I did learn something. That was that was great, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Don't you love coming here? I love learning about new things I can shove up my dick. <laughs> Where and else do you called? love coming, Axel? I love. Oh, oh I get it. <laughs> I meant with your. That dress looks very becoming on you. Of course, I would be too. <laughs> 
Is that your opening I think line you kind of messed. I think you messed up the wording on there. Probably. I'm pretty. It's like that, that, <laughs> that dress looks pretty becoming on you. If I was on you, I'd be coming too. No. Why would you? You don't. Maybe I gotta do that. Be coming. I get be it. Coming. That just I'll seems like com- shouting to the cheap seats. Rob actually I'll uses that in real life. Too. Oh well, excuse me, sir. I did some. I did. Three open mic nights at, okay. Pips, at okay. Pips Comedy right. Club. I Twenty defer, years ago. I defer to your. Rob, don't be deflammatory. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be the title of the episode? Deflammatory. It, sure deflammatory is. in Southern Asia. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Southern Asia. Um, I think deflammatory sounding, perhaps. No, I defer to your your stand up expertise. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you shouldn't. You shouldn't. And the show's over. Yeah, that's true. Now we're doing overtime. Let's call Darren and show him what great podcasting colleagues we are. Staying overtime. Yeah, like, look, Darren. Leave the man alone. He's probably at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> trying to have a post-game meal. After, the, after his beloved Mets lost yeah. in front of him. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, Ultramantis Keck. Best username. Maybe ever. Mm. Maybe. Uh, in the top. For today, at least. Because yeah. it yeah. fits with the topic. Best username of the day, for sure. Are you going to send him anything? No, just a warm thoughts. <laughs> sending someone a CD at this point is just like sending someone something to throw out. Well, maybe you can give them like an iTunes People still credit. want them. We do those uh, giveaways yeah. every week. Yeah. People people love getting free <laughs> shit. They don't care what it is. I, all right. Do you sign it? You ever sign any of your <laughs> yeah. sign other people's CDs? I sign Axel? other people's yeah. signatures. You should. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, just sign it with Axel Rosenberg. Yeah. Yep. We should do a signing at our Comic Con booth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when is that happening? In October. Do we all get free passes? Can Fuck we come no. visit you? Probably not. Which yeah. member of Anthrax? Because I don't, I don't think to, you could come all at the same time. Yeah, like they, well, no, they used to give you passes and like, it was like a pass back when you used to sneak into the movies. Uh-huh. Like, I would just take Rob's pass and come out and get you. Yeah. But now they scan your pass coming in or out. So if Rob hasn't come out and I walk out with his pass. He, you won't be able to get back in. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. So it became like Vince's wife couldn't visit last year. Uh, it was that. Why are they so strict? I thought it was supposed to be about having fun. Uh, well, it's like a sold out thing, yeah, so they don't so want so crowded. I think it's yeah. They they want <laughs> as few people in there as possible. Yeah. Right. So if anything good. ever went wrong, keep in mind it's like hundreds of rows of large, heavy things. Is it like, at the paper? Center? Yeah. So like, I thought like, you just flammable. Comic book well, but fans. paper and toys and <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, the toys. metal things yeah. to hold merch and uh, also yes, Virgil was there and he will definitely be there. He goes, <laughs> of course, this is like his bread and butter. Well, how does he get in? He buys a booth. He, he he's like that. selling things there. Yeah. He looked like he he looked like a horse that needed to be put down. Like he oh. just looked so sad. He's very sad. He'll like uh, there there's a like a Tumblr page. Sad Virgil. Sad Virgil. Yeah. Uh, and is it sad he, Virgil or lonely? Lonely Virgil. Virgil. Yeah. And uh, there's just like he's in a random Walmart parking lot and he set up his booth. It's just the same. It's just a card table. It's yeah, like it's a card table. And, 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 no, no, no. And also like a, a banner that says Million Dollar Man and Virgil, but the Million Dollar Man is never there. Um, who is the Indian dude that we saw, like Indian Native American that we Tatanka. saw? Tatanka. That was pretty intense. We saw Tatanka <laughs> at an airport. I in line for airport security. Yeah, <laughs> so and just like seeing Tatanka go through TSA... I feel like ruined any sort of mystique. Uh huh. Because also, 
Tatanka had like had a ring on every finger. Uh-huh. Had like a necklaces. belt, necklaces. So and for, cowboy boots. That yeah. alone, like he had to sit down and take the cowboy boots off. It was like a pro- he probably had to show up an extra hour early <laughs> just to like undress and get through. But well, like, you're getting on a plane. Why are you so dressed? That's Tatanka. Yeah, she found him. I mean, he travels enough. Maybe he's just used to it. And it's like second nature now. Yeah. Maybe he's lonely and a, t- hanging out with the TSA <laughs> people is like the only. Why doesn't he hang out with company. Virgil? Nobody's <laughs> that lonely. <laughs> and also, Virgil would charge him thirty bucks. <laughs> I was gonna say because Virgil has no money. Yeah. Oh my god, friendship prostitution is that a thing? <laughs> sure. Why Can not? we start that? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't we have to pay you to come here? Oh no. In weed. Yeah. <laughs> Still counts. I didn't think of that as paying. I thought it was luring. <laughs> like Rob just put it on the end of yeah. a long string and kept pulling it back, <laughs> and I followed it here. And the fishing rod was in his cock. Oh, oh. Was oh damn it! No. <laughs> Leave my cock out of this. It's called rotting. Rotting. <laughs> Can we call it robbing instead. <laughs> All together. <laughs> Once again, Rob with a very serious expression on his face. Where is Abdullah the Butcher from? <laughs> Sudan. South Asia, right? <laughs> North Africa, South Asia. I'll listen. <sighs> Sorry, I thought we were just going yeah. around side. Do it. Uh, uh, <sighs> <laughs> it, it was a side right, so this was fun thanks for having me we did a great job thank you, you to Ultra Mantis Black for being both Ultra and a Mantis and Black yeah S- stay black and uh <laughs> Axel just did the black power fist thank you for uh, letting our listeners know yeah, but well. we're gonna get out of here here's our intro outro so we could safely make our way to the exits while music plays. There it is. We'll be back next week with a new episode. Landfill from Cannabis Corpse is going to call in. So we're going to continue our string of wrestling-related interviews. Is he going to do a friggin' playlist and bump mine again? No. We're going to have Sid's Punk Playlist. All right. Next week. Thank you. On the Metal Injection Livecast. <laughs>